0: This is The Truth About Public Speaking. It's the podcast that puts you front and center when you're front and center. I'm Ed Barks, here to help you advance your career, attain your business and public policy goals, burnish your reputation, and gain added confidence when the spotlight shines on you. In this 10-part special limited series, each program runs 5 to 10 minutes, enough time to give you the public speaking strategies you need while not belaboring your busy schedule. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review too. And take a leadership role by sharing the podcast with colleagues who stand to benefit. Now, let's discover the truth about public speaking. One of the truths about public speaking is that slides can be good tools. Never forget, however, that it's a visual medium, so use it for visuals, not a never-ending slew of mind-numbing bullet points. I promise you, the most boring talks you will ever witness are those in which the speaker reads the slides word for word. Understand that your audience is there to hear your opinion or gain your wisdom. So it is up to you to make a conscious decision whether or not slides will enhance your remarks. People ask me if I use presentation software when I speak before businesses and associations. The answer is sometimes. It can be a good fit for some audiences and not for others. I gauge during my preparation phase whether there is a compelling reason for using presentation software. If not, it stays out of the mix. Here is a critical point overlooked by too many speakers. Start your preparation phase by deciding what you want to say. Then, build your slideshow around that message. Let your message, not your slides, drive your presentation. The goal is to employ visuals that buttress your point of view not for them to become the centerpiece some speakers and some companies seem to believe an edict has been delivered from on high proclaiming that slideshows are to be used during every presentation well it can be a good tool but that's all it is if you find it useful in a particular situation great if not omit it from your repertoire Now, if you decide to use images, video clips, or audio, be sure you have the rights to that material. I've witnessed countless speakers who put themselves in legal jeopardy by using photos and images they have no right to use. Just because you found the perfect photo online does not give you the right to steal someone else's intellectual property. Despite your best preparations, never leave anything to chance. Sure, you've practiced such facets as the timing of your presentation, transitions between slides, and working with your remote. Still, there is simply no way to tell how the gear in the room is going to behave when showtime arrives unless you give it a test drive. So insist on an on-site tech run-through checking for such items as how your slides appear on the screen. The remote control device is in good working order. The lighting is bright over you and the audience, and dark over the screen. Your microphone works, and the audio in the room is neither too loud nor too soft. I have some bad news for you. Use slides often enough, and you'll eventually encounter technical breakdowns. The most obvious solution is to prepare for them in advance so you can implement Plan B. Whenever the situation proves overly distracting, ditch those slides and go with that pre-planned backup. Okay, let's turn to what happens when the big day arrives. One must-do is to bring a hard copy of your remarks. If your computer goes down or the projector blows up, those notes will prove invaluable. You know, one common mistake I see time and again is speakers using their slides as a crutch. Never ever bore your audience by reading every slide. If that is your intent, you might as well just hand out copies and let them read for themselves. It will prove quicker and less tedious. While on the subject of distributing your slides, how many presentations have you attended where the speaker places printouts on everyone's chair? Well, this is a bad move. Why? Well, it gives the audience an excuse to check out. And not only that, they manage to interrupt the talk with incessant paper shuffling. We've all heard it. As the slides change, the pages flip. My recommendation, save the paperwork for the end. Let people collect it on the way out or distribute it once you're finished. Now, here's a question that stumps many an individual. Why do you need to use slides during your entire presentation? The answer is, you don't. In many cases, you only need to reference them for part of your talk. When you must display something visually or graphically or drive home a really important point, slides make sense. But why keep them up there 100% of the time? I make no bones about it. I want the audience's attention locked in one place and one place only during my speech, me. You maximize attention, for example, by beginning your talk with a darkened screen. 30 seconds into your program, pop up a slide. After making some critical points, darken the screen once again. Using your slides with this strategic approach keeps your audience engaged and serves to capture their attention. And that is what you want, a crowd that is soaking up your viewpoint. Leaving slides up unnecessarily serves only to sidetrack their attention. For my money, the biggest downfall of speakers who use slides is poor eye contact. When should you look at the screen and when should you look at the audience? The answer becomes obvious when you think of it this way, You do not assume your position in the front of the room to teach or convince a screen. Rather, your goal is to share with a group of people. This means your focus must be on the audience. Sure, you can look at the screen periodically and briefly when you want to emphasize a point on a slide, but return your eye contact to the audience quickly. How then can you know which slides are on the screen at any given moment? Always work with a return monitor. This might be your laptop or tablet that you always keep in view, or in a larger venue, a dedicated monitor. This relieves you of having to turn around and look at the screen, thereby breaking eye contact. Here is the bottom line. Use your slides to strengthen your presentation, not to be your presentation. Make them easy for the audience to see. Avoid busy, dense slides and do a prep run through at your venue immediately before your engagement. While slides can be good tools, the fact is your audience comes to see you, not some inanimate visual aid. They come to hear your opinion or gain your wisdom. Do you want more detail on how to improve your slide presentations? Turn to chapter 10 of the book, The Truth About Public Speaking. You'll find the link in the show notes. The next episode of the Truth About Public Speaking podcast may be the most important one of all. We'll concentrate on how you can structure a sustained professional development plan to ramp up your speaking capabilities and, in the process, raise your odds for attaining your business and public policy goals. I hope you'll join me. Thanks for listening to The Truth About Public Speaking, the podcast that puts you front and center when you're front and center. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, consider posting a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune in. And don't forget to share news of the truth about public speaking with colleagues so they can benefit too. For more public speaking advice and to learn how we can work together, visit me online at barkscom.com. I'm Ed Barks. Until next time.